Last week we talked about confidence and we need to go a little bit deeper into the weeds in that subject and talk about self-assessment and how it keeps us weak and hinders self-care. Let's do this. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode 16, and this week we're going to sort of continue where we left off last week. So if you haven't heard last week's podcast, or actually probably virtually all of the podcasts before this, you might want to go back and start at the beginning or pick up where you left off because I have been building on this thing from very beginning. And I think maybe I don't mention that often enough, but this really isn't going to be the greatest podcast to drop in on once in a while. So if you're not all caught up, you might want to do that. But this week we're going to talk about self-assessment and what exactly does that mean? Well, the way that we are going to be using it is to say that you are self-assessing every time you look at you, particularly your identity, yourself, and assess your value. So any situation, and I'm going to give you a bunch of examples, but any situation in which you are thinking about you and your worth to you or potentially your worth to other people, where you fit in, how you rank. And you'll remember that in last week's podcast, when we talked about confidence, we said that confidence was basically the absence of insecurity. It doesn't really exist. It's sort of like darkness was the analogy that I used that In the absence of light, you have darkness. In the absence of insecurity, you have confidence. And last week I said going out and trying to build confidence was really the wrong way to go. And I have to admit, I've never heard anybody else say that. But in all my years of experience and helping people try to become weakless and and, uh, take better care of themselves, this has become crystal clear to me that you don't go attack the problem of confidence. You attack the problem of insecurities and confidence will be what remains. And our subject today is an extension of that because a truly confident person, as we said last week, isn't somebody who sits around asking whether or not they are okay. They're someone who forgets to ask that question. So like if someone asked you, but what about your body? Aren't you worried about your body? You'd go, my body, that's a weird question. My body's fine. I'm fine. And you would move on and it would kind of come out of left field for you. You'd be going, what the... What do you mean my body? I don't think about that. That would be confidence in your body. It's not a situation where you're telling yourself all the time that your body's great. You have just gotten to a place where you're fine. You're fine. You don't need to sit around and think about your body anymore. And taking that deeper, the way we create that confidence is to first start to find all of those insecurities and realize that we are the source of those insecurities, that we are creating those things. Sure, some people handed the seeds of them to us, but then we grew them into big, lush insecurity gardens. And we are the ones saying all the nasty things to ourselves all day. We're the ones constantly wondering if we're okay. We're the ones constantly looking at other people to see if we're okay, looking at other people to see if they like us or if they approve of us, desperately seeking approval and having that turn into people pleasing where we can't stand to possibly make an enemy or make somebody even for a moment not approve of us. We can't lay boundaries. We can't defend ourselves. We are just terrified by the idea of somebody thinking that 
we might not be good. And there are, of course, all sorts of flavors of this. Some people do this in extreme. Well, very, very many people do this in extreme. But then there are certainly plenty of people that maybe aren't that extreme about it, but they still are concerned very often about how they fit in. Am I fitting in? Am I okay? Do these people like me? What do they think of me? We see this a lot in single women when they're dating. Their big concern is, how am I going to make this person like me? Or I hope he likes me, or I hope she likes me. I'm going to go out on this date, and my big concern is whether or not they like me instead of what dating should be, which is basically sifting through people and you go out and decide whether or not you like them. That isn't even the big concern. The big concern is whether or not they like me. This is all self-assessment. And a really big first step that you can take moving in the right direction to try to get more confidence and certainly become far, far more weakless is to start looking for how many times each day you self-assess. How many times do you think about you? And not just in relation to other people, but what you think of you. And of course, that's always going to be based on other people, even when you think it's not. When you say, I just want to look better for me. No, you don't. Because if you were raised on a desert island and had never seen another human being in your entire life, you would have no idea what you were supposed to look like. So you wouldn't have all of these other people's opinions and other bodies to compare yours to, to try to fit in and try to be one of those good people who look good. And if you looked in a mirror and you saw a 600 pound body, that would just be a body. So you can't do this without other people around. And this is what we're trying to pull out. We're trying to pull out all of those opinions that you've absorbed as you tried to figure out whether or not you're good so that you can stop asking yourself the question, am I good? And just go take really good care of yourself because you deserve it and because you want a great life. Because you think your life should be awesome. That that's what it should be. And when you go do that, accidentally your body ends up looking great, but you don't really care. It's not really the point of the endeavor. You're just trying to be as awesome as you can. And you end up looking great and you're super magnetic. Everybody wants to be around you. And you have great friends and great relationships because you're not wearing your insecurities on your sleeve. So every time that you self-deprecate, every time you say something like, I'm not smart enough, I don't look good enough, I'm not funny enough, I don't have enough friends, I'm not good at my job, I'm a fraud, whatever it is, every time you self-deprecate, every time you tear yourself down, that is a form of self-assessment. You're stopping and saying, what do I think of me right now? Well, let me lay that out in detail and I'm going to say some hurtful things. That all tears down self-worth and self-worth will determine your self-care. Self-care will be built on self-worth. And we've discussed this before, but self-care will always be based on self-worth, period. When it's not, you're trying to change yourself into something that you will finally like. And that is absolutely not self-care. And that is basically every weight loss goal. So are you doing self-care? That will be determined on self-worth. Self-worth will always be hindered by all of this self-assessment. One of the big ways that we self-assess is through self-deprecation. So how often do you self-deprecate? How many times a day do you say something to yourself that you would not say to anybody else? Another form of self-assessment is every time you assess your body. Every time you look in a mirror, what are you using that mirror for? Are you using that mirror to see if you're put together properly today for wherever you're going and whatever you're doing. I use the mirror to find out if I've got, you know, some toothpaste in my beard. 
Or, you know, am I wearing the right clothes for this thing that I'm going to? But I don't have to stop and see if I'm valuable today. I certainly don't get on a scale to see if I'm valuable today. Every time you put on your seatbelt and it touches a certain part of your belly that you don't like, do you sort of slump your shoulders or, ugh, gosh, wish this didn't feel like this. All of that is that kind of self-assessment if it comes with any kind of emotions. So are you assessing your body on a regular basis? Are you doing a lot of negative social comparison? So are you looking at other people and trying to determine whether or not they look better or worse than you? And even if you say that person looks worse than me, I look better than them. It's still negative because you're still saying this really matters. This is problematic that I look this way, but at least I don't look like that person. And when you have true confidence, you'll stop all that body social comparison. It'll just vanish. There is such a thing as positive social comparison, and that would be a situation where you look at somebody else and you learn from them. Like when you show up to a yoga class and everybody else is more fit than you and you go, great, I'm in the right place. Or when you're doing something in your job and you find out that somebody else has done the job way better than you and you go, great, I'm going to go learn what they did. All of that is fantastic, but negative social comparison, whether or not you're comparing up or down, will always be about you assessing your value, and it's going to be about your identity, not about the things that you do or the things that you have, like body fat. It's not going to be about things. It's going to be about you. You are good or bad. Am I okay today? All of that is more self-assessment, and all of it holds you right where you're at with your self-worth. All of it makes it very difficult for you to move forward, even if you're constantly saying, I'm better than that person, or I'm better than that person over there, I'm doing this better than that person. You're trying to convince yourself of something and still pretending that this matters instead of thinking about the things that you do, you're trying to figure out what you are. And that is, well, it's nonsense. It plays into that whole identity thing that we've talked about before, and it is certainly not confidence, therefore it's not weakness. And by default, these things hold back self-care. They make you want to change yourself into something that you will like more or continue to push yourself down that path to a place where you'll like yourself a little bit more than you do today. Even though you're starting to like yourself a little bit more, all of that can just be dropped. It doesn't have to be built upon. It can just be forgotten, left out entirely. Drop the identity statements, drop the the self-assessment. You will, by default, drop the insecurities and your confidence will be growing in the background without you ever having even looked at it and your self-care will shoot through the roof. Another form of self-assessment is perfectionism. When you are being a perfectionist, you're not just looking at the things that you do, you're associating that with your identity. As I think I've mentioned before, perfectionism is not a desire to do things well. So get that out of your head. You can absolutely want to do things perfectly. Perfectionism is the abuse that you level upon yourself when you don't do things perfectly or when you think you won't, so you stop yourself from even trying to do them in the first place. That's all self-assessment. Basically, it's saying the things that I do are associated with my identity. So if I go out and I do this thing, I need to try to do it perfectly. That's fine. But if I don't do it perfectly, it says something about me. And I need to stop and abuse myself if I think I can't do this thing well or if I don't do this thing well. All of that 
self-assessment. Every bit of it is a fixed mindset. It absolutely is not a growth mindset. It's not a situation where you're willing to run out and make a bunch of mistakes because you think those things are about you and you're constantly assessing yourself. And perfectionism is just one more way that you get to say, okay, I'm going to do this thing or not do this thing. And it is going to all be about whether or not I'm good or bad. Stuck in that fixed mindset, testing yourself on a regular basis. More self-assessment. Now, one thing I want to make crystal clear. Using mindfulness creates more self-awareness. But self-awareness should be about examining your thoughts and your actions. And your thoughts and your actions are not you. They are not you. They are things that you do. One is a thing that you do with your brain. And another one is a thing that you do physically. So the things that you think and do are not you. And examining that is great. That's all fantastic. Just examining those things. I want to examine my thoughts as often as I possibly can. And I want to examine the things that I do based on those thoughts as often as I possibly can. And that creates amazing self-awareness. But none of this is about me examining my value, my worth as a human being. Whether or not I'm doing the things that I need to be doing to make other people like me. What do other people think of me? What does that look on their face mean? Did I say the right things? I got to make sure that I don't say the wrong things because if one person decides that even just for a moment they don't like me, it actually gets attached to my value card in some way and I've got a negative check on there and now my worth has gone down. When you feel that way, you are not in a position to take really good care of yourself moment to moment in each individual decision that you make which is self-care. So this is a really, really tough mountain to climb. I'm not going to pretend that it's not. But where it starts is finding out how often you self-assess. How many times today, just from the time that you listen to this podcast to when you go to bed, unless you're getting ready for bed right now, how often do you think about you in a way that is associated with your value? And it gets really tricky to find these things. As a matter of fact, if you focus on this really hard, six months from now, a year from now, you're still going to be finding ways that you self-assess that you've been overlooking this whole time. These subtle little ways where you come back to the concept of self, of, of me, of I, and you're talking about your value, but you're having a hard time wrapping your head around that. And it doesn't really feel like you are because you've got such deeply myelinated pathways in your brain to do this stuff probably put in there since puberty, maybe even before, when somebody taught you or you picked up from the world around you that it was really, really important to be valuable and you very, very early assessed your value to not be as awesome as you wish it was. And you've been pursuing that for a long, long time. So don't expect to get this job done quickly. It's going to take years, but you can make massive strides right now if you go out into your world, even just over the next couple of days, and start thinking about how much brain space you use to figure out whether or not you're good. How often do you self-deprecate? How often do you assess your body? How often do you do social comparison? How often are you a perfectionist? Start looking for those kinds of things. And there are others, and I'll be throwing more into the mix down the road as we continue on in this podcast. But the, the removal of self-assessment 
is part of what removes all of those insecurities. Now, some of those insecurities are going to need to be attacked head on and you're going to have to dig into them and ask questions. And we've talked about some of that already. And we're going to talk about a bunch more of it because it's just integral to everything that we're doing as we try to become weakless. But the removal of self-assessment plus attacking those insecurities is how you build confidence. When you build confidence, self-worth grows alongside it and self-care becomes, well, it becomes self-care. Prior to that, it's you trying to change yourself. And I think you want self-care because hopefully as you've been listening to this podcast, you've realized that nothing else works. Everything else is a war that you wage on yourself and that sucks. It isn't about self-worth. It isn't about you caring for yourself or nurturing yourself, treating yourself the way you deserve to be treated. It's about you trying to change yourself into something that you won't insult anymore. So your assignment for this week, how often do you self-assess? How often do you do any of those things that I listed that are about you trying to figure out if you're okay and understand that you're deeply embedded in that every time you're being a people pleaser, every time you're worrying about what other people care about you, all of those situations are you trying to figure out whether or not you're okay. And none of that is necessary. You don't have to say, yes, I'm okay. You just need to stop asking the freaking question to begin with because it's always been a useless question. As usual, if you want to go a bunch deeper down this path, you can grab the Discomfort Zone Workshop. The link is in the show notes. But either way, take this subject seriously. Try to wrap your head around it as best you can. Get out there and look for those instances of self-assessment. And we'll talk soon. Take care.